Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. J.T. DeVolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, live right here. And as always, a privilege to be with you. And I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you are tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining me here each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern for the High Altitude Mentorship Show, brought to you, as always, by flywithjt.com. That's flywithjt.com where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, right now. And, of course, stay connected with us here in the high-altitude community. Man, I love this show. This is where we come together and talk once a week about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And today I want to talk to you about what I think is a really important topic, especially for my entrepreneurs. In fact, really for anybody who is doing the big things in life, right? Conquering conquering the dragons, accomplishing missions, doing the stuff that that matters to you. Even if it doesn't matter to the person sitting next to you or the person that lives across the street from you, if it matters to you, if you are living a life of purpose, if you're connected to your mission, then I want you to listen up. I heard a uh, really amazing podcast the other day by a guy by the name of Michael Gervais. And Michael Gervais is a uh, performance coach. He works with people like the Seattle Seahawks and other high-performance individuals. And um, he's got a he's got a podcast called Finding Mastery. I believe that's what the name of the, the podcast is. So you want to check him out. But he was interviewing the great Tom Osborne, who is a uh, just a legendary is a legendary college football coach. Uh, I believe he was a senator, a congressman in the state of Nebraska for a while. Uh, anyway, a, a, a truly, truly amazing individual. I mean, we're talking about a legend. And they had a conversation that, that talked about a lot of really important things. But one thing that I thought was, was, was remarkable, they talked about the difference between transactional leadership and transformational leadership. And I, as I was listening to this discussion it got me into thinking about how important it is just in life. Just in life. It doesn't even matter if you're building a business. But, even, but especially if you're building a business, this particular topic was so important. So important that I wanted to dedicate an entire episode of the High Altitude Mentorship Show today to this particular topic. Basically what it comes down to is this. There's two styles of leadership. Transactional is really based on performance on reward and punishment. I remember Tom Osborne talking about that. You know, it, it, the the idea here is did you win or lose? Did you profit or did you lose money? Right? That's transactional uh, leadership. In other words, I'm going to lead you but only to an end that benefits either my position, my personal bank account. Basically, you know, I'm leading you with the intent that it's going to affect an outcome that benefits me. Number one is the leader. That's transactional. It works primarily under a structure 
with boundaries, right? There's not a lot of thinking outside the box with transactional leadership. It's a lot of roles and responsibilities. You'll find this, you know, there'll be flow charts and all kinds of chains of command and things like this that, that are very constraining to actual forward progress. Now, it's not to say that transactional leaders don't get progress. You see a lot of transactional leaderships in major corporate, uh, you know, sort of structures. doesn't make them wrong, by the way. Transactional leadership is just a different style of leadership. And it's very important to understand which style a person operates on, whether you are following them or you know, being led by them, or you are the leader yourself. It's very task and outcome oriented. So transactional leadership is all about you know, what can we get from this. And you've heard me talk about the importance, especially in business building, between being transactional and relational. Transactional businesses are very much about getting the money. Just cranking out another widget, finding another customer, it's very short-term focused. There's not that you know, focus or desire or even a commitment to build something long-term. Now, they may say, hey, we want long-term clients. We'd love to have people coming through the door all the time. But you're looking at companies like fast food organizations, right? It's very transactional. Come in, buy our stuff, eat our food, and come back again and again and again, as opposed to building a relationship, understanding the client, understanding what makes them tick, what makes them happy, what they need, which is what you find with a lot of you know, uh, car companies, for instance. They have comp- customers that come back again and again and again, especially the higher-end cars. Higher-end products in general have a tendency to be a lot more relational than transactional. So this discussion about transactional leadership versus tra- uh, you know, transformational leadership I think is, is very important because if we are running a relational business, then we would sort of be incongruous if we came out being a transactional leader. The, the wheels will just fall off very quickly. And I've seen this happen quite a bit. What ends up happening is the company has policies in place that prevent anybody in, in, in any kind of you know, res, uh, role of responsibility from being able to step outside and do what they know is right for the client. Now, on the flip side, transactional businesses, transactional leadership is a lot like what you might find at a place like Disney. You know, Disneyland, what I'm told, they, they empower their employees to, you know, for instance, if, a, if they see a kid, uh, his ice cream falls off, you know, the, the ice cream falls off the cone, to give them a free cone. They don't have to ask permission, things like that. I mean, we're talking about taking care of the client. A relational business is typically run by transformational leaders, transformational as opposed to transactional. So transformational leadership. Transformational leadership is focused really on serving other people. I remember Coach Osborne talking about that in the podcast. It's about serving other people, about taking responsibility, leading by example, right? And what's interesting about that is to be transformational means that we have to be open to listening. It really does come down to being able to listen. And not just lead by example, but also to motivate through empowerment. Whereas a lot of times with transactional leadership, what it is is we're motivating through fear. We're motivating through punishment. We're motivating through you know, consequence. Transformational leadership, on the other hand, is all about motivating through empowering somebody, strengthening them, you know, creating a better human being, giving them the tools that they need to succeed, sometimes giving them open space and open reign to, to be able to do and think as they need to do and think as opposed to telling them what to do and telling them what to think. 
It's about sharing a vision. It's really about challenging the status quo. You know, another great example of this is Apple. Apple, uh, their whole sort of modus operandi is we challenge the status quo. And if you think about it, Steve Jobs, and I don't, you know, there you can read all kinds of crazy things about him, and, you know, sometimes he was difficult to work with, but he probably fits the mold of transformational leadership far better than transactional leadership. Now, he was all about moving forward, all about pushing the ball forward. And here's the cool part. A lot of times when we look at transformational leadership, people will say, well, it's kind of soft, right? It may not be as effective. I mean, if we really want to, you know, conquer the market and dominate our our industry then it's got to be transactional it's got to be about you know chewing up the uh, chewing up the competition right and spitting them out the other end and that's that's definitely not what it's about transformational leaders can dominate transformational leaders can lead a company and an organization to do very profitable business and to be able to do amazing numbers in fact in many cases you might find that the that the transformational leaders get the job done quicker and more efficiently and have a longer range success than do the transactional leaders it's all about transform transparency and vulnerability too that's the part that's interesting now consider these two styles of leadership and think about the kind of business or the kind of organization that you want to build think about the kind of family you want to have think about the kind of relationships you want to have do you want to be transactional where people are pretty much just, you know, hey, we're here for an outcome? Or do you want to be transformational where people are there for an experience? People are there for the relationship. People are there for the long haul. They're going to buy in to your vision. It's one thing to say, hey, we're all about the transformation. We're all about the relationship. But how much are we leading by that? And if you take a step back and say, man, I have been very transactional in building my business or been, been very transactional in leading my organization, leading my corporation, then let me give you a few things, seven things really right now that can help you become a much more transformational leadership. Transformational leaders, number one, they know their troops and they look out for their welfare. I got that from when I was uh, coming up through the ranks to become a military officer, a naval officer. One of the first things they trained us in those leadership principles was know your troops and look out for their welfare. Automatically, what that means is you have to go deeper than just knowing what that person's job is, what their role is in the company organization, the company structure. It's not just about, oh, this person is the, is, the, is the secretary or the receptionist, or this person works in the mailroom, or this person is the CFO. It's about knowing that they have a husband or a wife, that they have you know, two children, one of which is getting ready to go off to college, one of which is you know, um, you know, a forerunner for a scholarship to a particular university, for instance knowing them on a much deeper level than just their name and what they do. Truly transformational leaders make it a point to understand their people, their entire organization. Now listen, you can look at some people, like some huge organizations like Virgin Airlines, and you may ask yourself, does, does Sir Richard Branson know every single person in that organization? Does, does, does Sir Richard Branson know everything about every single person in the organization? That might be a big task. But he's definitely a transformational leader. He'll at least make the effort to get to know people, say hi to them, look them in the eye, thank them, and appreciate them for what they do for the company itself. That's transformational leadership. But knowing your troops and looking out for their welfare is extremely important. 
one of the most important sort of leadership traits that I learned in the United States Navy. The second one that I learned in the Navy was know yourself and seek self-improvement. Now, I've changed that just a little bit because the term self-improvement to me uh, I think is a little bit – got to be careful. It implies that you're not enough. It implies that somehow you need to be, uh, you know, fixed. There's home improvement. You can go to Home Depot or a home improvement store and buy lumber and nails and things like this, and you can improve the value of your home. But you yourself are valuable. Sometimes it just means refining yourself, learning new skills, getting better at the skills that you have, being more dialed into your purpose and your focus and your why and your vision. That's refinement. That's self-refinement. But it takes first and foremost starting by knowing yourself. And that's why it's, I think, one of the most important investments you can make in yourself is to get very clear on who you are, how you operate, and then go to work on refining those things. As a high-performance coach, that's one of the primary areas of focus that people come to me for when they seek out coaching. Hey, I know that my tendency is to be less focused. I know that my tendency is to you know, fly off the handle, or I know my tendency is to take on too much to try to be a people pleaser. Help me refine that. Help me create better processes and uh, you know, better sort of daily methods of operation so that I can be more effective as a leader. But not just any leader, a transformational leader. That's the work I love to do. But it takes, number two, you've got to know yourself and seek that self-improvement or that self-refinement. Number three is you've got to be courageous. Now, here's the thing. I just indicated just a moment ago how important it is to realize that transactional leadership is the one that's primarily focused on did you make money? Did you hit your marks? Did we make a profit? And so off the bat, a lot of people will gravitate to that because that's called job security for many people. It takes a lot of courage to think outside the box. It takes a lot of courage to say, we're going we're gonna to challenge the status quo. It takes a lot of courage to say, I'm actually more interested in you, know, you as a person and getting to know you, what makes you tick, what you're, what you're motivated by, how to better empower you by being a better person, because in the end, that will help you do better work here and help us as a company grow and excel. It takes courage to think like that. Why? Because on the outside to the linear thinker, to the person that's not thinking outside the box, that looks like something that costs money. How do we gauge that? How do we get an ROI on growth of our people? It just looks like an extra added expense. So you've got to be able to think linearly, linearly and say to yourself, okay, it's worth the investment in myself. It's worth the investment in my people. It's worth thinking outside that box. Sometimes you have to go out on a limb. Sometimes you have to take a chance on people. Sometimes you have to give those folks an opportunity to rise and excel when they're not exactly showing it in the very early stages of their involvement in your organization or with your project. But if you stand up for what you believe in, stand up for who you believe in, the rewards can be quite rich. They can be quite wealthy. And what's interesting about it, what's interesting is transactional leaders are constantly thinking about what's the ROI, what's the ROI, what's the ROI, because they're thinking turnover right? They're thinking, if this guy or this gal doesn't work out, if this project doesn't work out, it's either them or me. So they're constantly looking for a win, whereas transformational leaders, transformational leaders, they believe in certain things. They know what they believe in. They know what their values are. They surround themselves. They, they seek out better people from the very get-go. 
And so they're willing to take risks. They're willing to stick with people longer. They're willing to stick with projects longer because they have enough belief in themselves, enough faith in the process, and enough you know, sort of belief in the whole project itself, the process. That's a transformational leader. Transformational leadership is also about setting an inspired example. Now, not setting an inspiring example. Very, very, very key that we make that distinction. Setting an inspired example means that you're connected to your purpose and your why. If you're, setting, if you're trying to set an inspiring example, now you're trying to impress, right? Mark Sanborn says that uh, trying to impress people is an ego game. And that's very true. I agree with that. To impress is an ego game. To lead, on the other hand, that's a different game. That's, that's called influence. To influence is a whole different ballgame. And we influence by setting an inspired example. So sometimes you may do things, you may operate in a certain way that's not necessarily, you know, you're not, you're not making the game-winning shot at the buzzer. People trying to force an outcome, just like a transactional leader would. Transformational leaders say, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give everything I got. I'm going to be 100% committed. I'm going to work as hard as I have to. I'm going to show up early and stay late. I'm going to not make excuses. I'm not going to whine and complain. I'm going to do the work until it's done. I'm going to stick with the mission until it's accomplished. That's inspired work, work that's connected to purpose, work that's connected to why, work that's connected to the mission. That's inspired leadership. And what's interesting is when you set that inspired example, others naturally want to follow that because they look and they say, see, now that, that is excellence. That's high performance. That's how a person who wakes up each day certain of who they are, that's how they operate. And I want to duplicate that in what I do. Even if my role is different than the CEO, the CFO, the whatever FO, the other, you know, whatever CO type of, you know, person in the organizational chart, the people that are answering to them, and being led by those people that are transformational leaders, they naturally want to follow suit because those transformational leaders are setting an inspired example. Not an inspiring example, although sometimes it can be very inspiring. Many times it's inspiring. But that's not the point. To impress is an ego game, just like Mark Sanborn says. The next part that you have to do as a transformational leader is to share your vision. This is about communication. First and foremost, it's about being very clear, about being very you know, certain about what your vision is. That takes work. That's another area where investing your time and your resources into becoming clear about the vision is so important because it saves the money down the road. More importantly, it makes bigger money for those transactional leaders out there. But for the transformational leaders, you get this. It's about sharing that vision because what's interesting is the better you can understand your own vision, the better you can articulate that vision, you will naturally attract the right kind of people. They will gravitate to you because they want to be a part of that. It's an inspired message that's being delivered by an inspired leader setting an inspired example. People want to buy into that because they want ownership. They want a piece of that. So not only do they say, I'm on board and I'll work extra hard for you, but they pour 100% of themselves into it, right? And all of a sudden now, instead of just showing up for a paycheck, they're showing up to be a part of something big, bigger than themselves. And again, that's part of the inspired example that you are setting when you share your vision. The sixth thing that you have to do to become an inspired leader is to be vulnerable. Now, this is challenging because, again, the transactional leader doesn't want to go anywhere near there. 
that soft skill stuff is scary. Hey, I don't want to talk about when I'm scared. I don't want to talk about when I'm concerned. I don't want to talk about when I'm confused or when I'm not sure what the next step is because I'll be judged. I might give away some of my power. That's what a transactional leader thinks. But a transformational leader says, listen, I'm human. There are times where I'm going to make decisions that aren't going to pan out. There are times where we as a team are going to go down a path that wasn't the most profitable path. But you know what? We will overcome this. Transformational leadership is about vulnerability. It's about being honest and saying, listen, even if we missed our mark, we will get back. We will overcome. Even if we didn't make the profits we wanted, even if the product launch didn't go the way we wanted it to, even if that thing came up and it was even better than we expected, we will continue to press forward. We'll continue to do the best work we can do because I believe in you and I believe in me and together we'll make this happen. That is transformational leadership. Transformational leaders always win. And finally, to be a transformational leader, you've got to be open. That means you've got to be open to change. You've got to be open to all the possibilities. You've got to be open to both victory and defeat. You've got to be open to success and setbacks. And you've got to be open to suggestions. A lot of times, even transactional leaders say, I have an open-door policy. Come on in. Let me know what you're thinking. And the person will come in and let you know what they're thinking. But the question is, are you really open to listening? Or is the ego getting bruised? Are you willing to take on board what they're saying? Or does it have to be all about you? Transformational leaders understand that they are not the center of attention. They're not the center of the universe. They may be the person that everybody's looking to for answers. They may be the person that stands up on stage and is the face and the voice of the company, but they're not the only person involved. Transformational leaders understand that it takes a team to raise a company. It takes a team to launch a product. It takes a team to elevate a brand, to elevate a message, to create a movement. Transformational leadership is very inspired leadership. It's a big difference between transactional leadership, and I encourage you today, every single day, to take on these, these, seven, these seven tenets, if you will, of transformational leadership. Number one, know your troops and look out for their welfare. Number two, know yourself and seek refinement. Number three, be courageous. Go out on a limb and think outside the box and stand up for what you believe in. Number four, set an inspired example. Number five, share your vision. Number six, be vulnerable. And number seven, be open. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern right here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com and download a copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you next week.